Hello and welcome to the Round 21 Fantasy Take TV podcast. Today on the agenda, we're going to go over our positives and negatives for Round 21. Uh, Cripps replacements. So he's been given two weeks, but I think they're going to appeal that. I'm not sure if it's been confirmed, but we'll discuss them anyway. Um, we're going to reflect on our most important sliding moments, sliding doors moments of the year, um, whichever trades that would have affected us the most. Also, Discord questions and captains. Boys, how are we? Good, George. It's good of you to show up, isn't it, JD? Yeah, I would say not good. In fact, <laughs> slightly steamed. Eno and I have been waiting around for over an hour while George is sitting there playing poker. We can ping him, try to contact him every single way. I was about to like find ways to get in touch with his family. We were worried that the man had had too much sugar and he'd OD'd or something. <laughs> and instead, he's just like lost on bloody poker on his screen. So, look, I'll, I'll recover, but... I'm not even sure what, what he thought had happened to us. Because I told him, like, look, I'm putting the kids to bed. I'll be half hour off. It's an hour <laughs> and a half later. Like, weren't you concerned about my welfare if none of us had shown up? Nah, nah, man. Got pocket aces. We all good. Um, in terms of super coach, uh, I had an all right week. I uh, I think I top scored again. I've said that a few weeks in a row now, which is pretty nice. So 25.94 up to 2.1K overall. And uh, closing in on George, I believe uh if i had that sam hayes 80 whatever that i missed out earlier in the year i'd actually already be ahead but we're closing in we're closing in it's the second time you've told me that <laughs> yep yep just reminding myself of uh that unfortunate move all right um, Eno, how was your week yeah i guess we can do the, the uh three two ones at the end um 20 2518 for me so Ah, uh, you've jumped me, JD, and I'll find myself at the bottom again. So we'll see what happens in the next two weeks. But I think we'll all pretty much land within similar areas. Um, JD might be able to storm ahead, but we're not really getting much further than than this, maybe the 1500th or something like that. But top 1K is pretty much off the uh, table, I think, now. Too too much ground to make up. Uh, the last Still like weeks. 300 points away, something, right? It's, it's, it's a chance, possible, but unlikely. But, look, Crips out for me helps me. Use, uh, maybe those without trades. Um, well, it helps all of us, I guess. If you can, uh, well, actually, Jaws doesn't have trades, but like JD, yeah, it doesn't help all. you, but it might help me and JD. So I'm 2.3k, I expect to probably land like uh, 1700 or something, but that's guessing anyway. So, um, George, who's your have you said your score and who's your three, two, ones? I scored 2527, ranked 1.7k, so hanging on for dear life. Um, holding being in front of you guys, I think I've been in front of you guys for must be three months now, but uh, I think it's going to be the last time I can say that. Uh, but yeah, just to clarify, I've been sitting in front of my computer for like an hour thinking that uh, waiting for JD, but it was actually the opposite. Uh, I missed the Discord uh, pings completely and I'm just playing games on the computer trying to wait. <laughs> so um, okay, we'll, we'll work on that. Um, but uh, yes, <laughs> there was multiple pings. It wasn't one. I, I didn't see the pings. That's all I'll say. I blame Discord. Um, they need to fix that glitch. Anyway, uh, my three, two, ones. Um, I'll go for negative three. So negative three is Crips for getting suspended. So this is significantly going to impact my rank um, if he doesn't get off. Um, I don't know if he gets off or not. We'll see, but I would appreciate that. Otherwise, I'll get a... Probably a 70 from C-Mac. He's been pretty good lately. Um, second worst. This hurts, but I'm going to say Will Brody. 
Uh, you guys uh, don't have Will Brody, and he's a, his five round is only eighty five average. So that's probably one of the reasons why you guys are creeping up on me. Um, and then the last one has to be Bailey Dale. He has to tell Trelaw and Daniel to get the hell off his kick ins. Not good enough. And they took three on the weekend. Daniel took five, and Trelaw took a few. So my three votes for MVP: uh, Clay, uh, Clayton Oliver, uh, vice captain on against Collingwood. So pretty free VC there. Uh, second has to be Rory Laird, just keeps ticking along. Uh, watching him kick two goals, uh, he's barely kicked two goals all year, I think, and he's kicked two in the first five minutes, so that was quite fun to watch in his 200th. And then one vote I have to give to big Oscar McInerney for telling <laughs> Ford to stay in the reserves and don't come back. <laughs> Got a 110 from Big O, so we take that every day of the week. Uh, JD, uh, what's your... Three, two, ones for the week. Yeah, so negative three. I think it has to go to Shrek. Uh, a 59, just not acceptable. I felt like he played better than it, to be honest, So maybe a little bit stuff on the, stiff on the minus three. But uh, yeah, a lot of shark hit outs in a, in a game he could have easily you know, gone closer to a 90 or 100. So yeah, uh, being outscored by Teagle in his second AFL game as well, that's just not, not on. Um, the minus two will go to Stringer. Uh, so for those that watched the game, GWS kicked a goal pretty quickly. The first thing Stringer then did after that goal was kicked was run straight through him all in like a meter in front of the umpire, like shoulder into sternum, knocked him flat over, gave Himmelberg a free kick straight away. So Himmelberg kicked a goal again off that before the even the second center bounce. And now it really teed up the game for Stringer, just the 44 points. I'm using him as uh, like a loophole cover at the moment, but I can't do much with the 44. I'd rather have a rookie. So... Stringer with the minus two, and then um, minus one. Look, it's a toss-up for me probably between um, Merritt and Short, and I think Merritt probably gets a pass. Even though he could have done more to work through the tag, he was at least tagged. Uh, Short, just, yeah, chronic underperformer at the moment, so he gets a minus one. On the 3-2-1, look, Oliver and Laird, I think, are, are really good cho- uh, choices, and it always feels great to nail your VC and C, and the, those are ones we're advocating for last week. So both worthy of points, but... Um, given that Merritt's dunk this week and uh, that would have made George happy, I figured I'd give my 3 to one to players that would pain him to hear the 3 2 one 4 So three straight off the boat is going to Heaney, 121. He's got a five-round average of, uh, four, what is it now, 109.4, three-round average of 110. Absolute dream pickup over the back half of the year. So very You're happy welcome. with Heaney. Uh, two points is going to Petrarca, who backed up with his second 130 in a row after George traded him to steal. And then uh, the one... Look, 70 uh, so far. I think the one will go to Sinclair. Uh, look, 116, I've definitely had other players that scored better than that. But just given it was a tough game to see him put in another top six primo score like that, very, very happy with Sinclair. So those are my three two ones. George, thoughts on those? Sinclair's getting tagged by Ryan Clark. Um, Petrarca's knee is going to flare up. He's been having, he's been cooking <laughs> some sort of yellow cake on, <laughs> not that yellow cake. Yeah, I've yeah, heard yeah. don't eat the yellow well, cake. On, on the, you traded him TikTok. out after he started his TikTok account, I think, mate. I you think should have known better. Because he was cooking <laughs> sugar stuff and that feeds inflammation for his knee. <laughs> but it doesn't seem to be flaring up. So, yeah. Uh, and still rolled his ankle or something like that. I don't know. On the AFL app, they said it was injured, but I'm not exactly sure, but it should be fine. So, uh, yeah, stop watching YouTube's chiropractor in, um, advice and then you don't end up with trades like this. 
Um, oh my god. We'll move on. Excuse for everything. Uh, we'll I'll quickly do mine. I've got a similar players to a lot of you boys. Like the three negative is Shrek, of course. Um, the two is probably Shorty as well. And then the one is either Steel or Merritt. Um, maybe Steel just because, you know, the 93 isn't great or Brayshaw. Other than that, no one really too terrible that I can. Oh, maybe Baz actually. 30 touches and a goal and barely sniffed a 90 is probably. Uh, worthy of a, of a one voter there. And then the three best, um, I think, one maybe Wits just for finally pulling his f- finger out. Um, two to probably track as well. And then three to, I'll just give it to Nick Dacos for another 130. Just absolutely unreal. So we'll move on. Yep, we'll go straight into Cripps replacements. So we don't know for sure uh, if he's going to be out, but as it stands, he's banned for two weeks. Um, and yeah, we'll see them appeal. I think there's a chance he gets off because of Maybe the end of one. Willy Rioli precedent in early in the year where he nearly took Rao's head off. Um, but that's nothing that we can control there. So for replacements, so Cripps, fortunately, he's uh, not worthless anymore. I think he was low 500s. Now he's bumped up to 553, I think. Something like that, 553, yep. Um, so we have options this time around. So... Um, some on the list here, Walsh, Mills, Parrish, Brayshaw in the midfield, and a bit lower than his price if you don't have a bit of money in the bank. There's LDU and Warner who've been great over the past month. Warner has been tagged, so if you take that game out, he's actually been quite good. And Ollie Wines has Essendon and the Crows, so should be an okay fixture there. So um, start with you, JD. Uh, do you have a preference for who you are trading Crips to? Yes, I do. I would love to trade him to Brayshaw at 554k. Unfortunately, I'm 700 off that, so I won't be doing <laughs> said things. Would uh, you, look, are you considering look, just on Brayshaw, he plays GWS in round uh, 23? Yeah. I'm a little bit worried that he gets tagged in that game. Um, so, look, I think if you had the money for any of the ones listed of Walsh, Mills, Parrish, Brayshaw, I think Mills probably has the nicest fixture. I guess there's some risk of a tag in the final round against the Saints, but it probably goes to Warner over Mills just with how teams have been tagging the Swans. Uh, Walsh, I actually like a fair bit because the midfield, I, I don't like their matchups are kind of tough. Um, well, not really. So Melbourne's given up points to to midfielders and Collingwood is an easy one. And then if you've got no Kennedy, Cripps, or Hewitt in the midfield. It's literally Walsh as well. So uh, Walsh is actually probably the one I would go to of of the top price ones listed. Then I'd go to Mills. Uh, then I guess Parrish or Brayshaw comes down to whether or not you think Brayshaw will get tagged. For those below Crips, so LDU, Warner, Wines, I think Warner is the one most likely to get tagged. So for me, it comes down to LDU or Wines. I think LDU's just been in better form. So I probably have him over Wines at the moment. And that's probably where I'd go if I was going for a straight midfielder. Eno? Yeah, so splitting it up to like ones, you know, for Walsh, you'll need 20K. So for those above, I also do like Walsh. Same reasons you stated. He'll be getting 80% CBAs. Walsh isn't great. Well, yeah. Whilst it isn't great, obviously, having support from those guys, it's Sam Walsh. He'll find enough of the footy, probably get 40 touches a week and you know, puts his base at around 110. So if he manages to, you know, get some tackles, use it um, better than um, his average, then he can go big. Uh, and then probably second to that is Parrish, I would say, for those two. And then maybe Mills. Uh, Mills is just sort of 
uh, you know, I don't know. He's rolling along at the moment. I, I think there's more upside for like a two-week period for those other two guys. Like Parrish could go bang, bang in the last two rounds and really get you some big points, um, which is called sort of what you want for just a two-week sort of punt. And then below, uh, I think it's LDU for me. Um, I know it's North, but he's actually been really, really good the last two, almost two months. Um, so I don't mind him with, with a pretty decent fixture as well. You know, it's uh, what Adelaide this week and Gold Coast in the last. So I'd actually don't mind him as a bit of a pun as well. Uh, where would you land, George? If I had a bit more money, I'd actually go for Darcy Parrish. He got a 120 on the weekend. He plays Ports and then Richmond. Richmond, yeah. Yeah. I think he was gone 200 on them last, 190 on them last year or something. So I do quite like Parrish. And I think he did well on them this year as well. So I actually quite like Parrish. Um, yeah, he was going really well before the calf cork and then obviously had a bit of troubles, a bit up and down with that issue. Um, so I'd actually go Parrish. Uh, interestingly with Walsh, just watching him on the weekend against Brisbane, it was like doing a half tag on Neil in the first quarter and he only had two disposals, so he was closely checking Neil. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a very tough matchup against the Lions. I think the Lions mids actually played quite well and he was just, he just couldn't get his hands on it, but... Um, yeah, after quarter time wasn't too bad. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he goes because if Cripps isn't there, there was just not a whole lot of support. He had to do a, a lot of heavy lifting. So, yeah, interesting one with Walsh. But I still feel it should be a safe 110 from here. But I actually quite like Parrish, and I'm a bit worried about Brayshaw's against the Giants because they're showing that they are tagging again. Below the price, uh, LDU has a nice run. He plays the Crows and Gold okay. Coast. Gold Coast are yep. quite a good contested midfield, though. So, don't they're probably like a mid-range matchup, I guess, for the midfield. Warner's been quite good. Um, Sydney's fixture isn't too bad either. And Ollie Wines' fixture is actually quite good. He plays the Crows and Essendon. So probably go LDU. I, I think the Crows tend to bleed points to big bodied mids. It's happened for years now and hasn't really changed. So I think I'd go LDU. But I think they're all I think these are all options that I'd be quite happy with. So that's where I land on that. Um, JD, did you bring up your different option? Yeah. So for those that have a F7 M9 already, there is another option, which is to trade in. Oh, and you don't have defender cover, right? So you can trade in someone like the other Brayshaw, Gus Brayshaw, uh, and use that person then to create cover across all lines. So if you're going down to zero trades like I am, this seems like a pretty attractive option because it does cover me in the event that I pick up another injury next week in defense, uh, as long as it isn't a pure defender option. So it can't be a, a Doherty, a Sicily, a Stewart, someone like that. Uh, but for anyone else, I would be able to cover them using Brayshaw. So that would be my other option. I either go LDU or I go Angus Brayshaw. Who's playing midfield now? Like the others. Yeah, I like it. I actually think I would heavily consider that over... Look, if you can't get uh, one of the top options right, if you don't have cash to get one of the top Mm. guys, which will probably give you more points, then I'll be happy to go him over the, you know, the LDUs or the Wines or whatever, because I think he can score similarly. He's been really, really good since going in there. Um, You know, Carlton this week, like we said, they've only got really Walsh in there. They're going to probably dominate the midfield again. Uh, against I don't know who Paddy Dow and um, yep. who else Setterfield. is going there? Setterfield. <laughs> I don't know. So 
yeah, yeah, I think I like that a lot, especially with no defender cover. Yeah, you don't want to get an injury in the last week. And they did throw zero. Gus on the outside in the fourth quarter, but his CBAs were quite good. His CBAs were fifty nine percent last week. They were fifty seven, so he did slow up in the fourth quarter. But I, th- I think it's worked for them having him in the midfield. So I think they're going to stick with that and we get fifty ish again. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he was uh, what like tied for second on contested possessions behind Clary. So. You know, more than Viney, more than Petrarca. Yeah, I mean, they all dominated, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They all had um, double. They probably figures, will. Yeah. I'd say they will again. Yeah. A Chera as well, actually. So Chera and Walsh versus that yeah. big midfield. Right. I think they get the chocolates. So, yep, I just yeah. think that's a good one for no defender cover. Um, but if you can get up to a Walsh or a Parish, I think do we all Would... agree you go them instead? Probably. Yeah. Yes. Um, JD, would you take Dawson over Angus Brayshaw? Dawson plays North and Port. If you didn't have him? Yes. 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 If you didn't have Dawson, then yes, I would probably still take him over Gus Brayshaw just because the North Melbourne matchup should be 130, 140, right? (laughs) If he pushes up the ground. And then then his last three games against Port have all been over 110. I know two of those are the Swans and then uh, one of them was where he kicked the... Uh, yep. goal at the start of this year to clutch it. So that was definitely overscaled. But yeah, I don't see why he couldn't knock up two, you know, decent 100s in these last two games. So yeah, Dawson over Brayshaw if I had to pick. And yep. he scored one of 30 as well in North this year too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind it. JD, do you have a word from our sponsors? Uh, yes, I do, George. That was a very... Um, good transition of yours it was definitely not obvious i mean we could have talked about given that we're talking about carlton already um one of the smooth mover matchups we saw from the weekend just gone uh someone like a charlie cameron matched up on a sad i don't know if you guys were watching much of this game but i thought it was very interesting to see who you would give the win to of these two smooth movers sad had i think 24 touches bunch of contested possessions uh like 500 meters gain i want to say but Cameron, who was matched up on, had two goals, only 11 touches or so, but then had eight score involvement. So who would you have given the chocolates to? I think Saad. Saad was good, yeah. Yeah, interesting. I would have picked Cameron. I feel like uh, even though Saad was good, Cameron was damaging in everything he touched. But regardless, um, the, the transition's ruined and we'll just jump into a, a word from our sponsor, Manscaped. And lads, it is Father's Day in Australia. We've mentioned it a couple of times already, but it is still ahead of us. It's just around the corner and our friends at Manscaped are here to ensure that all father figures out there are looking daddy material uh, this June. Can't believe I read that. Um, please erase the footage. Manscaped's performance package 4.0, which includes a signature lawnmower 4.0. It was the perfect bundle to tackle any and all old man hair from head to toe. And George, it also includes a pair of sturdy boxes, which you've been wearing, loving, you're going to model for Been us very for good. YouTube fans? Uh, in a few months, maybe getting back into the gym, but not uh, not going to model <laughs> or anything, especially for our audience. I'm not sure they'd be too keen anyway, although I have had some OnlyFans requests over the, the years. But um, the, the, on, the, on the boxes, um, I, I never wore boxes because they're always uncomfortable for me. Honestly, I wore Manscaped boxes. I wear them all the time now. So highly recommend if you someone that doesn't wear boxes and you want to give these a go, highly recommend because they are unbelievably comfortable. Keep me warm. 
So, wow. And that right there is no dad joke. So treat him and yourself and join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. Get 20% off plus free shipping when you use code FTTV at manscaped.com. Trust me, his dad bod will thank you. And if you want to be as smooth below the belt as the uh, players we've been talking about are above the ground, then Manscaped is your package or your ticket to to get there. So, yes, thank you to them uh, for sponsoring us once again. Code FTTV, 20% off. One more time. And we'll move on to... We're going to reflect... uh, Every week we'll reflect on part of our season. So for this week, we're going to reflect on a sliding doors moment or trade that you could have made that you did make that that worked really well or one that didn't work very well at all you know that could have netted you massive points so i'll start um i remember uh, no, no 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 pause this is garbage every week george looks for a new way for us to say should have got sicily should have got brody this is bs can we okay. talk about something different <laughs> Well, Look, you've ruined yeah. my ruined my point now. <laughs> you can talk about it, George. You can talk okay. about it because you at least no, no, had no, no, those no, no. players. But okay. me and JD, like, do you want us well, to tell you that we should have got Brody, like, for the fourteenth time? Okay. <laughs> Something other than Brody. Okay. So what well, I was going to say. Other than Brody. Okay. <laughs> Something that could have changed my season. So you'd like this one, JD. But in round two, mm-hmm. um, or round, after round one, I saw Lipinski dominate. I got scammed. Yep. Uh, yep. didn't see enough sample size. One game wasn't enough. I jumped on. Who, by the way, I got rid of Brody. He was part of that deal. So I could free up money for Crips the next week as well. So I brought in Lipinski and I wanted to cash in Max Gorn. Because at the time I was like, ah, English is 200k cheaper and he's putting more points on Gorn. It looks unreal. Number one ruck. What I could have done is instead of Lipinski, I've, I could have gone to Jared Witts. And at the time, I didn't think it was sustainable, but in hindsight, Wits was always going to go up a bit in price and Gorn was always going to come down, even though Gorn went way back up and back down and whatnot. But um, jumping off Gorn was the wrong move, but if I at least went to Wits, I wouldn't have had to pay 600 for him afterwards and I wouldn't have had to use Gorn in and out um, or trade him back in later on. So that was, uh, if I went Wits over Lipinski... Um, I'm not sure how many points that would have got, but I would have saved trades, would have saved points and less trades in the ruck. So that for me is something that I wish I did, but um, I had the uh, rose-colored glasses on and I didn't want to see... I wanted my pat lip pod, but um, didn't quite work out. So that was my sliding towards moment. Um, will Brody decide? Um, whoever wants to go first? Yeah, look, I yeah. Let's, let's talk about Brody. We won't talk about Sicily, and we won't talk about. Oh, actually, we will talk about Bailey Smith this week because even though bringing in Bailey Smith was the right call, the trade itself was actually interesting to look at because the person I got rid of for Baslenka was Dacos, and so I, and I like sideways a couple of you know McDonald to Thompson and Stevens to Clark to free up another 160k to facilitate this trade. So I could have saved myself three trades by not getting in Bailey Smith and held uh, Dacos as a defender. Could have got rid of Crisp, could have got rid of Short. Uh, yep, so that that is, just looking at that, that stands out to me as something that really could have been a seasonal difference maker of hundreds of points, multiple trades, lots of money. So there you go, round 10, disaster. That was the week I got led. So imagine if you when, got led that week. When did I get led? It's a good question. 
Oh, I got him in round 14 up. after his bye. I remember yeah, yeah. I got him in when Bailey Smith was like confirmed to get DPP basically and you guys went for Baz and then he uh, got, I don't know, mini meltdown. Yeah. So, so you could probably say that to me instead. I got steel probably instead of lead, which he got me two seventies, had to go out. And when he went out, I got Baz instead of lead, but I don't think I could have afforded it. But um, then the, actually, look, the following round 11, I got wits for 620. So maybe I should have got lead then and just played DC in the ruck because I kept DC forward. So that's probably it. Not getting wits, just putting DC in the ruck um, for, a f- you know, the next six, eight weeks or whatever I kept him for getting in lead in the mids and then not sort of having to watch him rack up 40 touches for the last three months. <laughs> and then, you know, probably captaincy points as well. You guys are probably up on me on that as well since I've had mm. to sort of go left field. Whilst I've actually not done too badly, I think, yeah, just having the not to worry about it, it would be nice. Um, I think, but I'll still mention Brody just because I will say, George, you know, if me and JD got him, you'd be absolutely in our dust. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember I paid three fifty for him? I know, and it's still good. <laughs> yeah, we still should have done that. Ish, ish, yeah. Yep. Yo, uh, I, that's like round six once again. I brought in Degoe if I just paid up for Brody. Brody. Yeah. Yep. Stubbornness still, JD. Haters, I mean, the probably... gonna hate. Oh, the look! All I can say is. To it. <laughs> No, all I can say is if you see these last few scores out of Brody, the prophecy is finally coming true. It may be 20 <laughs> rounds too late, but I always knew it was a spud. And to be honest, <laughs> to be honest, he's contested work, right? At stoppages has been very good. But I I think he is being overhyped a little bit as a player because he's not doing any defensive running whatsoever. And the last few weeks, he's seemed to be like very confident with his disposal, especially his kicking, and it has not been good. Like the turnovers, the out of bounds, like I don't know. Maybe it's just me as a Will Brody hater. But I feel like his form has not been great the last few weeks. And his time on ground's been uh, like dropped to reflect that. Even though Fife's not inside. Yeah, he needs to do the contested work. That's where he's absolutely his best. And then sort of outside of that. Well, they, got, they got West Coast and GWS last two weeks. I'm sure it'd be fine for those matches, though. Yeah, yeah. Then probably if Brayshaw gets tagged, he'll be fine. Last round as well. Yep. I think um, we can move on to oh, yeah. anything else? No, just uh, going to say, looking forward to never talking to him about him again. Uh, exact same thought. Two more <laughs> weeks and then Will Brody's in the rearview mirrors and I'll never hear that name again. Oh, my God. I feel like I should just get a custom t-shirt with will brody on it and just, just wear put it, it on your back wall so we see it every pod <laughs> get like a picture get like a frank yeah, picture Take, get rid of the family photo put will brody in and chuck it <laughs> <in> the back <laughs> something like that um uh, i think funny. we can move on to captains and then we'll get into discord q a yeah. i think they're mostly troll questions i think Sweet. and i think you filtered them out but i think i'm going to read the troll ones just for fun um captains this oh, week uh I, I did see there was a few fpl questions in there and uh if you are into the fpl the season started up there's a there's a channel running with it the boys are already chatting i know both of these two nuffies are uh, into it this year george's already made like four mistakes um george's already <laughs> traded mis- thinking he could mi- reverse mistake, mistake, <laughs> mistake one signing up playing, mistake yeah, two <laughs> the starting lineup mistake three trading three times already in week one no nobody told me you can't bad. reverse trades i woke up this morning <laughs> seeing harland who i spoke with the r harland harland <laughs> anyway fpl basically for those that don't play 
uh, transfers or trades cost you points. You get like one free a week and then any more than any that, more they cost you that. points. Yeah. So I did three trades this morning. I'm negative eight points already. I'm running the reverse weekly thinking that you could reverse it. <laughs> and it's not a, it's and they weren't good ones. Right. It's, it's yeah. like the equivalent of like 150, 200 super coach points to yeah, just week one, just trade each week. Getting yeah, rid of yeah. it. Yeah, probably yeah, more because yeah. the percentage, right? Like scored 60 and George has already got rid of eight points, which is like <laughs> and the most, 15% the most or something. Yeah. And people keep saying that they're bad trades. And I'm like, I didn't mean to trade. Like, I don't know. You press keep... confirm. <laughs> you can see what you can do without confirming it. <laughs> well, That's sometimes learning the, the hard way is... Oh, uh, get to the captain. Is the best way, but uh, I think there's some questions on that. Uh, but regardless, we will go to the Discord Q and A. Well, right, so we're going to do Captain Vice Captain. Sorry, I threw you off. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty easy, um, for you guys, right? I think it's simple this week because Laird has to have the VC against North, one of the easiest matchups with the the inform uh, midfield of the competition. It's hard to see him get anything other than a 130, 140 this week unless they send a hard tag to him. And even then, I don't know, the way he's um, moving at the moment, hard to see him not break that. Captain option this week for me seems like it's going to be Oliver into a depleted Carlton midfield, as we've kind of talked about. No Crips, no Hewitt, no Kennedy. Uh, they don't really have a good matchup for Oliver, to be honest. Like, Dow's not going with it. <laughs> That's funny, just no. thinking about Chera can't match him. I think Chera didn't do anything on Neil either. And Walsh is just undersized. Like, it's just not not a good matchup. So, yep, Oliver should have his way with them. Uh, otherwise, outside of that, there's not really a ton to like. The St. Kilda-Brisbane matchup on the Friday night, we're probably seeing Neil get tagged. And uh, Steele hasn't been in the best form. Uh, took against Geelong. Geelong have been somewhat, uh, you know, decent at stopping midfielders. So, uh, like, I just can't see Miller going off. Uh, Port's been pretty good at restricting midfielders as well. So, you know, Merritt, I don't fancy. Maybe Parrish, if you're picking him up, isn't the worst backup option if you don't have any of the others. Swans against Collingwood would be the only other one. So, uh, captain of Mills there, I would understand for those that have Mills. Uh, but yeah, really not much else, I don't think, apart from that. You've got Brayshaw against West Coast. I guess that's the only other one that you could look at as well if you're a Brayshaw yep. owner. But I'd probably still have Oliver ranked above Brayshaw and maybe Mills too. Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, Oliver's been basically M1 for most of the year outside of this uh, really insane second half from Laird. So keep it simple. Laird and Oliver if you've got them. Uh, Eno, what are you doing with no lead? That's what I was about to say. Probably worth talking about a non-lead owner like me, who the best two options would be Clary and Brayshaw, but they play at the same time. So I need to VC someone before Clary because I think I just keep the C on him safe. I have an idea. Dawson? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's his, it's on him right now. So shoot, you know, shoot for the stars. If it doesn't happen, I'm pretty happy just to yeah, go Clary. Think you're huge. Anyway, so... What do you think about um like one of the dogs against GWS? I was Must thinking Bont. But... Yeah, yeah, Bont. Maybe I guess dunk. the risk Bont is, gets tagged is the risk. Yeah. I like the dunk suggestion. He's Dunks, been good the past two. Yeah. What's his history GWS like? Oh, really good. Not really good, but good. 114, 130, 130. So that's another one. Yeah. McRae's been 36 CBA, 36% mm. CBAs. So maybe that opens up for dunks. Yeah. I'll just check Thoughts his. more dunks, but I'm pretty happy just to ride on to Clary yep. in the end. Yep. Dunk, Dunkley's 68. Yep. That's more than it's been for a month. If you had Mills, you'd be doing Clary into, do Mills? into Mills. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, yep. cool. Easy. Yep. Sounds good. 
I'll ask you boys some questions from the Discord. Uh, Eno, uh, Kane to Haaland this week, yes or no? Well, unfortunately, if you didn't do it already, it's too late. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> yeah, I would. Um, but yeah, it's irrelevant, really, because if you haven't done it, or unless you got cash in the bank, but not many people start with cash in the bank, you can't afford it. But yeah, no, George has already right. done it, but he's just done two others with it. <laughs> Kane's, Kane's going to be reading his Twitter. He's going to be proving the haters wrong this week. Tough, tough matchups. <laughs> be damned. He's he's going to go big. So, yeah. Yeah. Kane hat trick this week. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, Hold your nerve. Then we sort of answered. Yeah, I wish. Uh, we sort of answered this before. No, ask, ask, ask Lucas' question. Come on. It's in there. I see it. Oh, okay. Would you rather have dinner with Andrew Tate or LeVar Ball? Finally, a diet that'll see me getting fit for summer. I'm going to have a six-pack if that's my options for dinner. I'm going to be going freaking hungry every week. Awful question. You should be banned for that. All right, sorry, move on. If you love our ball, Andrew Tate's a fucking moron. Love <laughs> <laughs> ball would at least be funny. <laughs> Never lost. Never lost. Next question is uh, Parrish or Andy Brayshaw in one word. Parish. George convinced me I go Parish. Not the Essendon bias, me. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I was going to pick Brayshaw. Bringing up that Brayshaw tag. Yeah, I didn't realize. I Would you? That. So this is an interesting one. Um, this guy has two trades left and doesn't have Crips. So his suggestion is he's got two trades left. Should he do Short and Darcy to Harry Perryman and Max Gorn? What is I saw or this short and Perryman Hall? What is Perryman's price? Because I think Darcy the Gorn's really good, but having to do Perryman actually Perryman's actually more than short, so that's a oh. Uh, so can we look at who else is around that? What sort of four sixty? Perryman's fiber is actually pretty good. If you t- it's I think it's like nearly one ten if you take out the the injury game. And his CBAs are... 89% on the weekend, but that's because he was following Merritt around. He was the tagger. Oh, the, okay. fact, the fact he can do short to Perryman anyway, surely he can do Darcy to Gorn regardless, right? As yeah, is. must have and money. Then, and then just keep a trade, maybe. Is Perryman that much better than short? I know he's been in probably better form, what's, but... What's Hall's price? Can he go Hall over Perryman? 490, so maybe he can't quite get there. Well, four, Hall's 474, Perryman's 458. So yeah, maybe he can't go there. I mean, I don't mind Perryman as well. 44 and just came off a 120. The problem is, like, Perryman's got the dogs. Even if he's playing in the midfield, he's he's not going to score that well, right? Like, it's just not going to happen. I don't know. I think I'd rather hold the second trade than use it, unless you can go yep. to Hall. Definitely do the Darcy to Gorn. Yeah, I'll yep. just do it. Yep. Next question. Uh, any interest in Shannon Hearn? He's been scoring quite... I think he's five round of... It's a one pin. Mate, he's like again like I was just looking before when we were waiting for you. He just scores. He's like 102, just again, like <laughs> with a dense injured. So yeah, 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 I know, but he's just so old, but still does it. Um, I still probably wouldn't ask oh, two rounds. I guess why not? If he's I mean, yeah, he's getting like six to ten kickouts a week basically, mm. with no Withered in the side. So as long as Withered out, he should have a safe floor. It's just the injury risk, given how old he is. Yep. 
Yep. Uh, from Damo, short to Hall or Darcy to Marshall? See, this is harder. I think short to Hall, because just because Hall can go big for two weeks, whereas I don't think Rowan ends up beating Darcy by that much. Depends so, on the uh, matchups. Yeah, so Marshall's matchups aren't the best, although it doesn't seem to matter too far. He's got Brisbane on Friday. Big O's historically been somewhat restrictive, and then he's got Swans after that, and Hickey's starting to find some form. Hall's got two really nice matchups in Adelaide into his old team and Gold Coast, so you can imagine he could go big in both. Uh, I would say Shorts, though, has like good matchups with Hawks and Essendon as his final two. And then uh, who's the other person? Shrek. So Shrek's is like, like I'd say... 150 on Nitnat last year. I looked yeah, at that. Yeah, Nitnat and Proust is the last two, which are reasonable. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like Hall, the short to Hall has bigger upside. I could see that doing 50 points a week for the next two weeks. Yeah, that's what I sort of concluded. Aaron Hall had one tackle in the fourth quarter, and that was it in the first minute. That was his only stat. Yeah, weird. He spent a lot of time on the bench, I think, right? Might have iced him game. I don't know. He's always a risk. Do you, like think, you think he could be injured? I just find that strange. That's all. Yeah, okay. Slight red flag. That's all. Yeah, yeah. He's looked good, though. But that does worry me. Yeah. I guess they're the two worst players. I'd, but... go, yeah, I'd go to Perryman or Whitfield. Even though I have the dogs this week, I have that little faith in the whole holding up for two weeks. That's just <laughs> me. Um, that's pretty much all our questions, I think. Uh, Walsh with hold midfield to himself or steal? Oh, he can get up to steal. I go steal. Uh, yeah, I think I go steal. Uh, is it worth using three trades for FPL, George? <laughs> Already uh, I learnt the answer is no. I might have to use that wild card thing. Sometimes it is like I've took taken a minus eight before and paid it back, but not week one. <laughs> um, is that it? I think. I guess we can mention. I'll, um, a lot of them are on Crips, so we've kind of answered them. Yeah, uh, probably the last one for you. I know for. Actually, this is a good one. Um, who will be a bargain next year and who will be priced too high for next year? So I think I like a hopper and a Dom Sheed in the midfield. And, you yeah. know, in defense, like, I don't want to pay you that much for Sinclair. Doc's going to be expensive. Sicily's way too expensive. Um, even the midfield, I think Clary's just too much and he's a tag target, so he might have a down one. Led to, Neil's, I don't want to sound like a hater, but I don't think yeah. starting Led at 700. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. We'll see. How old is he? Is he 29? Yeah, he's 28 and a half at the moment. Yeah. So 29 is... I mean, Neil was 29 this do what year. He's doing. He's just yeah. so consistent. But yeah. yeah, I would say a lot of the overperformers this year are just the ones that you won't touch next year. So Sinclair in defense, maybe Doherty in defense, Sisley in defense. Uh, in the midfield, like... You're definitely not starting three of like Laird, Oliver, Neil. You're probably starting one of those at one most. max. Yeah. yeah. Like you can get um, two can steal for how much cheaper? We're going them. 
Yeah, or, yeah, exactly. Uh, and Walsh as well Walsh, is going to be cheaper. Yeah. yeah, like easy. In the rucks, I don't think anyone's studying wits next year at 110. Uh, it's just not likely. Any of the rucks, I don't oh, It's just such a... Gorn's on, I think Gorn's 114 or something. 113, something like that. But like, are we wanting to go English? Oh, just that handy to English. I should have said that for the... I know. Body, the, yeah, um, that's pain. The, the sliding doors. That is just ridiculous how... Negative that points yeah. are. Yep. <laughs> it's just yeah. great. It's, uh, yeah, like it's uh, well, you know, we talk about whether something was deserved or not. That just not deserved <laughs> for that to go that badly. Not deserved. Well, Proust um, knocked his head and as he yeah. woke up. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Proust has been a ruiner of seasons. And the forward line, it's a little bit harder to say. I mean, the forward line is probably there's not anyone obvious that we won't start. It's all just about who retains mid-forward status then continues to play as a midfielder. The cheaper options that um, I like there is like Dylan Moore. Dylan. Is like the, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's a little bit underpriced, uh, you know, even though he's still going to be expensive. Uh, but yeah, there's there's lots of... We started pulling together a list of some of the cheaper options. There's lots of really interesting ones. Um, we've got, you know, more than our teams can, can field already. It's just going to be a matter of do they keep their good roles in the preseason? What type of preseason do they have? Uh, a lot of them depend on new coaches as well. There's a lot of GWS and North names on the list, and there's a lot of West Coast players returning from injuries as well. So, yeah, there's going to be some some good options. Probably bring that up next week, the list. Yeah, just list. last one quickly. Bonson Pelly retains forward status, priced at 117. I think that's 350. Uh, sorry, three, 650. You start Bond for 650 in the forward line. No, probably not. It's a lot, yeah. Mm. Will de- uh, probably slightly depend on their opening fixture and what they're doing with their midfield. Dunkley as well, yeah. Because, I mean, all the start of this year, right, the, the reason why Bot got forward status is because they played him forward and gave everyone else an opportunity, basically rested Bont for half the year. If they're going to do that again next year, you definitely don't want Bont. But if they're going to play him, you know, 60, oh, sorry, like maybe like 70, 80%, CBA mid from round one. You probably just want him full preseason, no niggles. It's it'll be hard to swerve, put it that way. Because yep. yeah, he did it to me last year, and just watching him go bonkers and not being able to get him like led this year, pretty much. It's just no reason he can't do that next year, even well, if he's what's, pricey. What, what's Bont's lowest score this year? Do you know? I I'm pretty sure he like was last week, maybe. So he had even at the start eight, of the year he was just going hundreds flat, wasn't he? He had yeah. eighty-eight in round six, and then his next lowest was a ninety-six in round eleven. He doesn't. Yeah, I'm. Starting He's only had. I know we'll three take games high. below one hundred this year. Only three sub tons. Everything else has been over one hundred. Yeah, He's I'm, playing I'm injured the, too. I'm starting it. Yeah, I would start him. Final question for you, Eno. Uh, what is a reasonable FPL rank at the end of the season if you're a first? Year player, uh, probably top like two or three hundred k. You should be happy about, it. but you've got to stick it out. That's the problem, not the problem, but the hard part. Probably first year, like three, four years ago, I started playing probably longer, but I genuinely three weeks in, I'd be like, yeah, and just forget about it and stop. And then the last two years, two to three, I've sort of looked at it, but even still, I think two years ago, I just stopped looking after game week twenty and ended up probably like rank 3 million. So like you have to stick it out. Um, and there's a few people like in the discord, like uh, Seb, for example, he, he even 
didn't look at it for about a month, got back into it and started, you know, um, engaging himself and got to like the top 10K over the last two or three months. Like it, it is possible to catch up rank pretty quickly in, in this game because of just, just how varianced it is. It's it's soccer. It's not super coach. You expect your player averages 100 to get 80 to 120 every week. In this, if they don't score, they can blank. Or if they score a hat trick, they can go nuts. Like it's different sport. So I like I honestly don't know how you can do FPL after like after enduring super coach. Like by the end yeah. of the AFL year, I'm so burnt out from fantasy. I'll casually play some NFL in the off season, but I'm looking forward to the break. Yeah, ready for yeah next year. I don't know. I, I think I'm just too much of a geek and love it too much. But you do have to change your mindset for sure. You have to accept the flaws in FPL and the shit that will happen to you. Like people pick Amara's uh, game week one and he doesn't, he's on the bench, doesn't start after like having a great preseason. That's just, you got to just accept that stuff. But yeah, if, if you stick it out, I think like a top, probably even like five, if you're top 500K in the first year, that's pretty good. They're going to hit 10 million players this year. So, you, you, like, what's, what's that equivalent in a super coach then? I haven't done the math, but um, I think, yeah, like top 1K would be like top 100K, kind of. Um, 50 times more. Something like that. More like 70, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Then you got to count the in game, like the, the heart. Obviously, with every game, like how many people do you guys reckon are playing Super Coach at this point of the season? Out of the what one seventy that it says, probably 50. 70, 50, Yeah, yeah. So you do that the same to FPL ten mil. It's probably two mil, three mil that actually are playing. At the, by you know by the second half of the year, mm. because of how long it is. Mm. Um, I guess uh, what I was going to do. Yeah, sorry, bring up. We've got the number two league boys, so can we uh, can we get there to the oh, uh, number the one 18, league? No, eighteen man league. Yeah, so the, the yeah. You know, normal classic eighteen man league that it uh, usually is the sweats league. So it's most of the boys from Discord, and then a couple of guys uh, I know from Twitter. You know, George invited a couple. I know Tommy's in it. Uh, I don't want to mention him again, but Tommy, we need, we need you to listen, mate, for the last couple of um, But what are we, like 2,000, no, 1.5 thousand points off or something total? So across the 18 teams. What are the, the old SCS boys, George? You've been keeping an eye on them. <laughs> no, I check the forum every now and then, probably less later in the season, but preseason, I post on there and stuff, so it's always good. Yeah, so um, yeah they the, had a good year. I'm in the top. Six, ten, and twelve man leagues, and uh, number two for eighteen. So I need to get the eighteen man over the line. The eighteen man the... is the, like that's the the. Classic it's the player. one with the most teams by far. I mean the oh we got the oh, top we're first yeah. <laughs> and there's ten man. Yeah, Chrissy. Twelve yeah. man with top two, but like how many leagues realistically are? I mean the, ten and the, twelve man. The ten man has five k leagues, and it's usually of more Six serious teams, well. right? Because the. <laughs> The thing with the 18 man is it's the default. So you do have a lot of yeah. leagues in there that aren't that good. So even though there's like nearly 16,000 18 man leagues, not all of those are <laughs> very playing. serious. Experts suck. And he's playing mid spuds. Yeah. Oh, we're in this one, I think, George. Yeah. It's a big one, footy one. Yeah, big footy. So, no, nah, but the 18 team, yeah, as you were saying, Judy, that's probably. So we've got the most leagues. So. I think we can uh, wrap it up there. Any final words? Uh, probably mention maybe what we're 
doing over the next month, I guess. JD had a couple of plans for that or ideas. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we are going to be producing the podcast through to the grand final. So at the end of the year, we'll um, obviously swap off Supercoach content beyond maybe just a little bit of thoughts for next year. And then moving more into uh, the AFL fantasy format that's going to run through the finals um, from Moro's Magic. They're planning to do a, a special little thing where uh, I don't have all the details in front of me, but we basically pick a team each week and uh, it's not it's not about cash or anything. It's basically just picking the best players for that round and making a team off that, which would be pretty fun. So we'll go through that and then obviously talk a little bit of real footballers will well, do like predictions, reviews, that type of stuff and, and see ourselves through the finals, which will be a bit of fun. It'll be a little bit less serious, I guess, than the Supercoach stuff. Yeah. But yeah, looking forward to it. So tune around and, and be prepared for that. That um, Marrera's thing, we could do that for Supercoach as well, right? You know, sort of just do the same thing or steal it. I think it, he's basically. got like a full-blown platform for it. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, show yeah. that. We'll show that. But yeah. maybe we can then just do our own on a notes or something. I know. Okay. <laughs> 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 Not like we care too much about scores in the finals, but I think I said it last week. Like you you can find players for next year from it. You know, I know Kitty Coleman has done his hamstring a couple of times, but he played that role in the finals and that's where we sort of um, touted him for this year. So maybe there's someone else. He's 500k now. Yeah, no, anyway. not for next year, but I mean like finding yeah. another player. Yeah. And then just talk real footy, I guess. Who's going to win the flag? He's, we'll do some tips each week. Yeah, tips will be pretend, good. Pretend like we can analyse it. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Anyway, uh, I think we'll wrap it up there. Thanks for watching, everyone, and we'll see you guys next time.